Cool, we're recording. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I had, I had been anticipating this conversation, and so I was like, "Hey, you know, I, I want to brush up on on Job's story." So I, I watched um, Paul's playlist oh, of, boy. of your conversations, and it's <laughs> it's a it's a really neat story. Uh, um, and I came, I came across the one where it's you and two other pastors with Paul, um, and you were talking about your position in the church. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk about that. What do you do? What do you do at your church? I visit on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by the question, but I'm a, I'm a member. Mm-hmm. In the sense that by now I'm a, I'm officially registered. Um, that wasn't an issue because I was baptized at birth in the same tradition. Okay. Uh, well, not at birth, but you know. And um, wh- what do I do in the church? I yes. try to not sing out of key. <laughs> uh, two main things I do is mm-hmm. I do a podcast like I do here. Uh, where I just talk with people in the church and I do, uh, I, I have theological conversations with my pastor and I, uh, I run a sort of a meetup. My pastor asked me to help out with that, where we try to engage secular people and in, in conversations about meaning, good and evil, morality, uh, you know, kind of Peterson-esque mm-hmm. subjects. Because I figured there's, there's, there have to be people like me who are interested in religion, who, who are kind of nuns or duns, as they call yeah. it, N-O-N-E or D-O-N-E, but are otherwise interested in these types of discussions, at least. And that has, as I discussed with Jeff uh, yesterday, that has proven surprisingly difficult. <laughs> Not that I don't think they exist, but they're hard to find. Yeah, and as soon as they smell religion, they they run away. Mm. I think. Um, although I I've heard that this upcoming Wednesday, when we have the second installment of that meetup, we might go from one attendant to four attendants. So that might actually be pretty decent. I, I hope that'll go somewhere. So as far as I can consider myself doing things at the church. That's it. Like I attend meetings and I, I try to have conversations with people and work through things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Because uh, I, I had, I had watched that video and I was thinking about like the the concept of, of, uh, I think they called it outer court ministry, mm-hmm. um, and it, that that intrigued me uh, and I approached my pastor and I said, um, have you heard about this, this idea before outer court ministry? And he said, it sounds like apologetics, but uh, I, I was, uh, I was uncertain how to, how to properly describe it to him. And so I, I just suggested, well, I've, I've got this video and you know, I, I, you know, watch it, see what you think about it, you know, see if you want to talk. Cause so I, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe some someday uh, Paul will will end up talking to my pastor, which would be that would be cool to me. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I when I um, I'm not a member that I know of of this church um, because my my dad's a, a pastor and we just started going there after he retired. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, we just kind of showed up because, you know, the pastor was a friend and, um, when, when we started going there, I had been getting into the Peterson stuff and we suddenly show up at this church and the pastor is talking about balance. And I'm like, balance. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hear that a lot. <laughs> so it it was it was really refreshing because I'm I'm hearing the pastor talking about these things and he's including himself in the message where he's saying like I'm not excluding myself when I'm saying that we have a problem. <laughs> like I have problems. Oh, good. Yeah, he's an honest pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and after hearing Peterson. Kind of just say, oh, you know, none of them believe what they're what they're preaching. It was just like I found one. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So it it was in, it was uh, that was in, encouraging, and so I I I had been I had I had wished that I at the time had because it was while Peter, Peterson was doing the rounds. I wish I had been able to find a way to reach out to him and say, Hey, here's a, here's a pastor that, that actually, you know, practices what, what he preach and, and, and keeps himself, you know, under his, uh, under the, uh, under the, the scrutiny of, of what he's espousing. Mm-hmm. And so, cause the, I saw him go to, I think it was, I think it was a Catholic church. And he looked so bored. <laughs> and he's he's he sits through the the preaching and he just gets antsy. It's just like, man, if you came to our church, you'd really enjoy this guy. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, because I I don't I'm not entirely sure if you discussed this with Paul because I didn't see the entire conversation. I saw a good half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a pastor's son, but are you yourself religious? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the part where I said I I believe I, that I've been coasting a lot. Uh huh. And I oh, yeah. also yeah. You at your switch point in college. That's when you started to believe. Was that 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 something or something like that? No, that was high high school. High, high school. school. Okay, yeah. so that's younger. Okay. Mm-hmm. My 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 one of my friends. Uh, said I stopped believing at the age of reason, and I said that's when I started. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, yeah i i had I had kind of had a very lukewarm faith, like you know I was just kind of coast. I was coasting through it the same way I had coasted through through high school and stuff like that. So I wasn't. I wasn't actively participating in in knowing my own faith, and so it was it was after after Peterson I started digging more, 
yeah. Can I bug you about that? Huh? Can I bug you about that? Can yeah, I ask yeah, you questions sure. about that? Yeah. Cool. I'd like to. Um, so in high school, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because I'm going to run on assumptions. Uh, yeah. You went from, let's say, non-believer. Were, were you an active non-believer before you changed? Like, were you thinking Define about that. it? Or, well, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> How do I define this? Did it feel like a intellectual decision you had made not to be religious or was it just not something you that formed part of your worldview? Um, I, I'd, I'd say it was, I was, I was a passenger like I, okay. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't yeah. driving. I was just kind of, I was just kind of taken around. So that's so, the coasting. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so, but I had observed it, and mm -hmm. and I, I was like, okay, I, I I understand these stories. I understand that there's that there's uh, meaning in them. I understand there's, um, you know, like traditional stories have a. Um, uh, a moral, you know, what's the moral of the story? So it's like, well, yeah, because they, they'll explain that after every like Sunday school class or something, you know, what's the moral of this story? So it, mm. it would, I would get the morals and I would understand them and I would, um, I would try to follow them because I knew, I, I just, I just knew that, that there was, there was something, there was something right here, but I didn't, I didn't attach the spiritual side to it it just seemed like these are good ideas right and so it wasn't until um i want to say halfway through high school when i said you know i i can't think of a reason not not to believe <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah. so uh, for my context, because I'm not too familiar with the American education system, uh, how old were you then? Let's see, halfway through high school. So that was, I want to say 16. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that is indeed an interesting age to, to switch perspective. Mm -hmm. And you said you, you, you could no longer not believe yeah i i had i i had it's it's so this is gonna sound strange i had too many i had too many small things that line up it i guess you would call them synchronicities i had too very i had too many small things that lined up for me not to think that there was somebody behind that that was not me um and, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, I had this big, this big reveal or, or, or even Peterson's um, revelation he had during, during his carving was like, man, I wish I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was small realizations. Cause like, it, 
here's here's a very a very small simple kind of throwaway thing. Um, I I didn't do my homework. I went to school, and I I knew it. I knew I knew what was about to happen. The teacher was about to call the homework homework, and I was about to be completely shamed in front of the, you know, in 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 front of everybody else, and nothing happened. And nobody said anything because you know you got that one kid in the back of the class teacher. He didn't call for the homework, but <laughs> but nothing happened and i was just like oh okay cool i get to what i would say to myself in the moment was i get to get away with not being responsible mm -hmm. but that's not what happened i got i got home and i had you know thrown down the backpack i was taken off my jacket i walk into my into my room and i went i i just stopped there in my doorway and went oh this isn't me getting away with it. This is a second chance. <laughs> okay. I had I had this this feeling of this is not this is not um, uh, a get out of jail free card. This is a try again. <laughs> and it, it it was a weird it was a weird small feeling. Uh, and it was, there was a bunch of those in, and it, it was that, com that compacted into, uh, into a, a, a weird, I guess I would call it faith, uh, of tr trust in like, I'm, I'm going to screw up but I know that I'm going to be okay afterwards because, you know, because there's somebody out there that, that, that has, that has my back, but that does not give me license to screw up. Hmm. So I've got to, I've got to work on, I, I know I've got to work on myself. And it was, it was since that realization where I was just like, man, I, I've got to figure out, um, I gotta, I gotta figure out the steps to to get myself uh, out out of out of my rut because that's I had said in in high school that I was in a funk and I it was at that point mid high school when I was like I, you know I I think I believe this stuff and my funk you know like like what like what you said in in your first video is you know the the dark thoughts are gone <laughs> it's like the, the there's a shadow that's not there anymore so mm -hmm. that's that's my experience i know it seems kind of wishy-washy but it's it was it, it that was just what i lived through so Has that has that that conceptualization changed since? Like, have you developed this, or has it pretty much stayed the way you've? It's gotten it's gotten it's gotten stronger, and the more I watched Peterson, the more 
the the stronger my faith has gotten, which was weird in the in the biblical series. I'm like I'm watching a psychologist mm-hmm. talking about an an academic uh, field in which I have one class in <laughs> that I didn't understand fully, and I'm sitting there and was like, this is this is helping me spiritually what is up with that and um i'm actually you might be interested in this i'm actually talking to do you know the uber boys mm-hmm. oh they're great yeah <laughs> i'm 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 trying to get together with stefan and jimmy and paul and we're we're trying to talk later i had said in my video that Stefan had made a video and I said, there's, there's a theological error <laughs> that we need to discuss because <laughs> he was, he was talking about the devil. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, it's like, you know, give the devil his due, but he, he went a little farther than that. It's like, that's too much credit. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of theology, how, how yeah. your father responded to this? He, He's watched some of the videos. He he understands some of it, but he we actually we had a conversation after my talk with Paul, and he said, "Explain some of this to me, because I don't watch all the videos you watch. I don't read all the books you read." Mm-hmm. And so I, what he wanted me to explain was the was what I talked about at the end of the video, which we haven't seen, but I talk about uh, this Romanian. Uh, folklore uh, called the Blagini and they're they're there's these they're these rat-like goblins on the other side of the world that are on the underside of a flat world that um, it's like you you look at them and you'd think oh my gosh these evil little creatures well actually they they pray and fast for you all year round like what <laughs> yeah what is that <laughs> that doesn't make sense so uh, that's uh it's it's a fascinating story um it's you can just you can look it up on wikipedia it's in it's in romanian folklore or or yeah it's, i think that's the link but the so that concept i was trying to explain i was trying to explain that to him and i kept using the i kept using Peugeot on him and he you know like i barely get Peugeot. So, so I, I needed to figure out a better way to say it. And so I changed the analogy into, um, instead of people on the other side of the world, I said, okay, think about it this way. You have a blind neighbor and this blind neighbor never leaves the house and, uh, you've never met them. You know, they're, uh, completely detached from society and you you're doing yard work out of the, outside the house and you hear from their window praying you're like what are they praying about and you're hearing the names of you and your neighbors and everybody else around them in the community and you're like why are they praying for me 
we've never met. <laughs> and I was like, what? You know, how, how, how better can I do that? And I'm in the middle of, of trying to retell this story in a more modern sense. Dad says, I got it. This is what my mother did for me. I would, uh, he, he said, he, he said, I, I would, you know, be out with my friends and we were just being stupid kids. And then we would, I would come home and I'd crash on my bed and I'd hear my mother in the other room praying and I hear my name and I'm, I'm laying there just saying, mom, stop praying for me. It's not going to work. <laughs> Must have. He became a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What tradition uh, did your father preach in? Uh, we're Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I've just been watching a video about it because mm. being Dutch, I'm not particularly familiar with it, I have to say. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and the, the, the church you currently go to is also Pentecostal. Yes. Right. Yeah. Is there, We're is the there same organization? Is What's there sim, is there symbolism in there, the way that Peugeot uses that? Symbolism in, in Pentecostalism? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, I would say if you looked at any Pentecostal art, you, the majority of what you would see, uh, there's this one that I've kept seeing in, in one of our offices, um, of people, a, a crowd of people, um, of all different, you know, countries you know so you're seeing people in turbans and 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 hijabs and all of this other stuff but but it's just like these these are these are all these people all across the world and there's tongues of fire you know from uh from from acts and so that's that's where a lot a lot of a lot of pentecostal um stuff focuses on acts mm -hmm. because we we tend to emphasize the gifts of the holy spirit and and speaking in tongues um and uh that's a that's that's one point that that kind of hit me uh uh when when the uber boys were, were talking is that they were talking about jung said there's, there needs to be a new symbol, uh, a, a new symbol that, that pops up and it's got to be, you know, a, a circle, but it's got to be a circle for a reason. And at the, at the end of the circle, I had said something about tongues of fire in, in an email that I had sent to him, but um, it's in, in symbolism, if you see any paintings, you're going to see tongues of fire, just there's little flames over people's heads because that's, that's the imagery from, from X. And you were brought up in that tradition uh, mm -hmm. by being your, your, your father's son. So when you did change your ideas about faith, uh, I can imagine that it, it at least wasn't too strange to start going to church. I mean, assuming you started going. Oh, yeah. I, I, 
I had been going with, you know, I've, I've like even, even when you, when you were a coaster, you still went to church. Um, well, there was, there was a time when, uh, we were, you know, dad wasn't, dad wasn't preaching for a little bit and we had, we had not been going to church and, you know, I was just a kid. So I didn't go to church either during that season. And mm-hmm. I was just, I was just okay with it. I was like, oh, cool. I get a free day on the weekend. But um, it, after, you know, after a little while, we started you know, going to different churches and we started to go to churches that were actually closer nearby because it was a very strange uh, pattern in our family where we we keep going to churches that are like an hour or a half hour away <laughs> instead of, you know, down the street. An hour away. Yeah. We, the one we go to right now is an hour away. Seriously? You drive yes. an hour to go to church? Yeah. Yeah. Good we, Lord. We lived in, we lived in, in uh, just south of Phoenix and now we live north of Phoenix. And when we started going, when we were south of Phoenix and that was, that was an hour Right. That was ha- about a half hour away, and so now we're even farther away. <laughs> so it was ridiculous. Oh, so you're near Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be at the the March thing. Oh, sweet! Oh, cool! I'll see you there. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, I gotta keep the train an hour to go to church. My country <laughs> is the size of Chicago Metro. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be rude, man, um, oh, because yeah, you, you said about the, the Pentecostal tradition and the, 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 the speaking in tongues. I think if I walked into a Pentecostal service coming from the Dutch Calvinist tra- tra- tradition, I think I'd be really weirded out by the speaking in tongues thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody is surprised by other people being weirded out by tongues. That's, no, oh, that's, that's it's completely, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's completely normal for people to be freaked out by Pentecostal churches. <laughs> Right, because yeah. like recently on the Discord, I was, you know, Sam Adams said, oh, yeah, I speak in tongues sometimes. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. And so I, I figured to myself, okay, clearly there's something I don't know. So let's find out. And he said, it's actually quite different in, even in the brain. Like, it's not like talking gibberish to your baby. They've done studies on this stuff. And I remember reading a study that's also when you swear, there's particular circuitry in the brain that engages. That's why saying... Uh, well, uh, uh, that's, let's say you're not saying God dang it, but you're saying the other one. Saying yeah. the other one is actually more effective on a mental level because I don't know why, but there's some weird brain thing involved. I think I it, 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 attaches it, it attaches the meaning to it. And so it's, it, it, might, it might be rewiring that. So, or, 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 strengthening, or strengthening something. Because I've noticed with people, I don't swear. I've mm-hmm. noticed with people who do swear, it's extremely difficult to stop. Mm. That's that's strange to me. It's just like I under, I understand that behavior, certain certain behaviors, um, you know, can be ingrained. But I didn't know that certain vocabulary could be ingrained as well. 
<laughs> oh, no, definitely. No, I actually started paying attention to that and I noticed how easy it is. And now I'm really trying to keep watching it. I was uh, at a conference in the US uh, having breakfast with an associate. And uh, this was right, this was in Anaheim, like right near Disney World. Mm. And I don't know, some client had. Uh, some some client had done something that had made us unhappy. So like, hey, how's this client? Oh, they did this and this. And I go, you know, full on primal mother. Oh, no. and, and like loud. And I see some dad really giving me the stink eye because right next to me was sitting his little daughter. And that to me was like, okay, I I need to work on this because this is this is there's no way that's okay. So, but then you start paying attention to it. Like, huh? Okay. It's also, it's also a way of how you engage with your emotions. Like you don't Mm -hmm. just process them. You just right away, uh, slap a feel good on them by, by, by releasing the, the opening event and like, okay, yeah, that's got to change. So, uh, I mean, do you speak in tongues? Um, that's, that's actually, that's actually fairly recent, I would say, is that I, I, I'm at the point where I don't know if I'm the one doing it, (laughs) or, or if I'm, or if I'm participating, or I, I'm not, I'm not sure, I, I guess I would say my mind my mind is open to it enough to where it happens. Because I I wouldn't even know like like do you get trained in that? How does that work? No, that's that's what I'm saying is that like it we went to a conference recently. Uh-huh. And um yeah, there's 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 something about there's something about pastors' kids. You're either um, people people look people's perception of you is you're you're the goody two shoes or you're the the backslidden you know black sheep. You know okay. when it comes to pastors' kids, it's, it's very black and white. <laughs> so, okay. Like okay, that's that's like what where do I where do I fall in that? Because like I know me. But I, you know, the I I imagine a lot of folks would kind of look at me and like, oh, oh, you know, he's you know, he's the the innocent pastor's guest. Like, mm. I, I went to public school. I've I've heard I've heard some pretty bad stuff. But it's just like, oh, okay. Uh, but the 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 strange, the strange thing about that is, you know, I, I've been, uh, since, since I want to, I want to say middle school, since middle school, I had been, uh, going to altar calls very frequently and I'm like, I need prayer. I need prayer. I need prayer, you know, like, and um you know and there's 
there's people, there's pastors that would say, oh yeah, when I was younger, you know, I kept giving the sinner's prayer. I kept trying to get myself saved. It's just like, you, there's, there's people that, there's people that go, go to the front during an altar call that, uh, that feel like, you know, I, I just keep screwing up. And I, I had, I had felt like that in this last conference we went to. And I was just like, you know, I, I've got, I've got things I got to fix. And I went to the front, you know, and I asked for prayer and then they did something different. I, uh, not, uh, the speaker said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get in groups of five, five or six, because there's a lot of people in here and we don't have enough, uh, we don't have enough uh, folks to, um, to, to pray for you. So I want you to pray for each other. It's like, okay, this is different. Mm-hmm. The, I, I don't recall the last time I did a small circle prayer and it was a, it was a, a bilingual service. So I, I'm pretty sure two out of the total of five people in in that circle spoke English. And I was one of them. <laughs> so, oh boy. It's like, oh, this is this is new. And so first person goes into the middle of the circle and we're all praying for that person. And I'm praying in tongues and I'm not sure why. How did you know? I'm like, I'm, I don't know anything about this. So I'm just asking I, no, a question. It, that's, that's the, that's the thing about, that's the thing about it. Like, I'm not sure. The more, the more I think about it, the fuzzier it gets. Hmm. Like, you know, what, When you, it was like when I started, it didn't, it didn't stop till the prayer was over. And like, and then when I, when I tried to, when I tried to assert myself in it, I just did a very basic prayer, you know, like from, from, from the bottom of their feet to the, to the top of their head, I, you know, I, you know, healing and, 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 and peace you know, praying peace on, on, on them. And cause you know, and they're, and they're crying and, and we're, we're, we're holding, we're holding people up and I'm not sure what's, I'm not sure what's going on, but it's, it's, I, I was praying in, I was praying in tongues a lot. And it felt like every time that I tried to do prayer in English, it was less effective. <laughs> Did it weird you out in a moment? Yeah, but I, I, I was weirded out, but I, at the same time, I was like, I'm not going to stop it. Like I, I'm, I'm, you know, there's something's happening here. I'm going to let this happen. Hmm. So it's it's a it's a 
it's a weird feeling. <laughs> but it, I mean, it didn't bother you. Like it, it, it didn't scare me. Right. No, no, it's, it's not, it's not scary. It's just weird. Right. Cause it wasn't something you were uh, actively trying to conjure up is what you're saying. Um, I, 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 that's what I say. The, 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 the more I think about it, the fuzzier it gets. Like I might've initiated it, but it's, that's like opening the door. And when I mm. opened the door, it just kept going. <laughs> right. Talk so to your dad I, about it. I no, I, I, I haven't. It, well, he wasn't in, he wasn't in this state. He was, he was up in Michigan, but uh-huh. I was, It was a par- a powerful experience. Yeah, it sounds worlds removed from the services I'm used to. I mean, <laughs> like you said, something when an altar call. I don't know what that is. Well, what the, what what you'll see at an altar call um, is uh, they'll say, "Does anybody need prayer?" And the, those that need prayer will come out of their seats and they'll come to the front in that little space between the between the steps to the to the stage and the front row and that's that's the area where you'll people you'll see people in an altar call and then you'll have um elders of the church which doesn't always mean old it you know sometimes there's a there's it's it's people who are uh, appointed or or are on a board in a church or who or who are specifically in the prayer ministry of of that church, they'll you know they'll come up to the front and they'll pray for people. And that's why he said, you know, we don't have enough people up here. We don't have enough of the elders up here to pray for everybody here because it was a it was a big um, convention in a small place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's yeah, that's that's an altar call. Huh. That sounds. Oof, it sounds, uh, you got to kind of be vulnerable to do that, I would mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah. What, 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 you'll, what you'll most fight in, in an altar call is I'm not worthy to stand up. Huh. That's, that's, the feeling, that's the feeling that a lot of people get is you're sitting there and so does anybody need prayer? It's like, ah, I don't need prayer. It's like, well, I don't know. Is there... Is there a bit of pride in that? <laughs> it's just like, oh. are, you, are, you sure, are you sure? Are you sure you got everything together? You know, I'm going a little Paul here, but it's like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of a catch twenty-two. If you don't yeah. need prayer, you definitely need prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. The the yeah yeah the more you say you don't need it, it's like, oh okay, you definitely. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, it 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 all sounds quite different, but. Mm-hmm. That that idea of a prayer circle sounded, uh, yeah, like you're saying, people were crying and it was kind of a close thing and mm-hmm. you really want the best for the other, as Peterson would say in the way you described your prayer. That sounds yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. well, and and that's that's just some of what you would see in in uh, some of the in in most of the. Pentecostal churches that I've that I've been to, um, 
some some folks will talk about folks running up and down the aisles. I've only seen that a couple of times. Um, or or people dancing. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that once or twice, but there's because there's the there's there's the scripture about da uh, David dancing for the Lord, and his, his I think it was his wife. His wife was cursed to be barren because she mocked him for doing that. It's like, <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's like that that this man this man is praising me, and you mock him. Yeah, may you step on Lego blocks for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's there's a there's a curse. <laughs> <Lego blocks. laughs> yeah. Going back to the outer court ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta say, uh I wonder if it'll go anywhere because you got to have people sort of, at least in, in the sense that I understand it, mm -hmm. you got to have people that are into philosophy. Yeah. But also don't get pushed away. If you, if you, for instance, talk about the problems with materialism and philosophy of mind. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, if I look at that mental Venn diagram, is that a Venn diagram? No, I've only got two circles. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> the intersection of those two circles. Oh yeah, you could, have uh, a, you could have a Venn diagram with two circles. Don't I need three circles? No, it can start with two. Yeah, you, if, as long as there's an overlap, it's a, it's oh, a Venn diagram. Yeah. Shows what I know. Okay, so my simple Venn diagram. <laughs> I don't know how many of those there are. Like that's mm. a very specific group we're aiming for because as soon as they, they don't like religion, they're like, well, you know, let's talk about objective morality. I'm like, yeah, but you know, we're not going to accept anything outside materialism. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is, there is, there is no objective morality. Yeah. Uh, for instance, right. or you could say, well, yeah, but what about things like numbers? You know, are those real? Is good and evil real? And mm. I mean, if I hadn't been open to properly considering these sorts of metaphysical questions, I would probably have stopped dicking around with religion after after a couple of weeks. And I tried that. I tried to stop going to church and to like, no, this is this is bullshit. See how easy this is. No, yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah like, well, it doesn't help when when Verveke, you know, keeps keeps perpetuating saying this. <laughs> Sorry, what does Shreveki do? Uh, he 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 keeps saying BS. Oh, he when, does. When, yeah, I've hardly watched any Shreveki. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a bad buckle. Um, but like, uh, where was I? The questions don't go away. Like, you can yeah. stop going to church, mm -hmm. but. You still have all these 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 books to read. I mean, that's that's what I found. In that's why I kind of asked about how how you how your faith is and how it changed. And at some point, you said, "Well, I couldn't not believe." And I I wonder what that means for you. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, I've uh, 
I noticed that the only route I know I keep following, so I just keep reading books and I keep watching videos and I'm reading more books. And like, I'm pretty much at the point where I just have no way of sort of excluding something that was personal and moving at the beginning. And I have very little explanations to get around the, uh, the resurrection story. And uh, I run into problems with philosophy of mind. I run into problems with morality, teleology, the usuals. Like, fine. And at an emotional level, I seem to be pretty, pretty much a Christian. And at least I act as if in every possible way. But then if I, if I ask myself... Um, Oh, do you believe Jesus rose from the dead? Um, and that tomb was empty and this and that. Like, well, you know, given all the research that I've read and all everything that this and this and this and this and this person wrote, that seems to be the case. Here's a list of footnotes. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay. And then, well, do you think God exists? Well, given the work of Thomas Aquinas and this and this and this and this and here's some cosmology that seems to be the case okay and they can go from classic theism to Christianity fine mm. and then I ask myself okay so given all these things and that I can answer it in that sense my worldview hasn't so far been affected or at least not in the degree that I would expect it to have changed like this stuff should be absolutely blowing my mind this should be totally ripping my my existence apart at the seams of like, well, but this changes everything and it doesn't. And I wonder, I wonder why that's not the case. And I wonder how you approach these things. Well, it's, it's interesting uh, because your, your, your story is a lot more, powerful i would say than mine because you know i didn't you know i wasn't on the verge of doing anything to myself but i when i when i heard when i heard that you had such such dark thoughts and that suddenly they're like where'd they go <laughs> it's like I, I was like, man, that's, that, that seems like a, a, a world, a world changer to me, just to me, just hearing the story. That's, that's actually a pretty good point to that degree. It totally has been like, it has allowed me to get out of my head and actually open up to the world, which, mm. which has been, yeah, it's still amazing. It's amazing every single day. Mm. Uh, the issue with it is, well, as far as that is an issue, is that I can easily say, well, yeah, but it's all diet. And I know it's diet because Sunday <laughs> I ate a big plate of fries and I had full symptom relapse on Monday and Tuesday. Like mm -hmm. absolutely awful. I didn't like, I felt like, I felt like a rat trapped in, in like some, some cage and all I wanted was to just, just end it to make that fear go away. And then I fasted Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
Saturday I started to be all right. And Sunday I finally had a no more background noise, no more negativity. No, it's just, okay, now I'm stable. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I, yeah, go ahead. I have a question. Yeah. Um, when did you, I, I had, I had I'd heard in one of your, one of your talks that you had tried praying. Oh yeah. When did you, when did you start doing that? Oof. Maybe a year ago, mm. at most. When did you start uh, start the uh, the diet? Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, okay. something like that. So, uh, and and the diet does the diet include intermittent fasting? I fast if I need to. Like in general, I don't need to as long as I keep my diet stable. But if I if I deviate, it's usually sorted out by some fasting. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a gut bacteria thing. Yeah. Would you would you say that the 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 dark thoughts are are somewhat akin to a voice? Oh no, it it is. Yeah. Do you do you know what the what what the treatment for uh, for casting out a demon is? I have an only, idea. I see where you're going with. Okay. Only these I, things happen through fasting and prayer. <laughs> yeah. But, <I> so. <laughs> now. But I'm I'm just I'm just saying I'm not saying that's exactly what happened. But I I just thought that that that's a neat. Uh, aside. <laughs> well. I don't, it's, of course, it's not, uh, it's not unexpected given how, how central fasting has been to at least many religious traditions. Mm -hmm. And it, it, like, I don't know, have I I take it you fasted? Uh, Once or twice. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I try not to overdo it because I've, Mm -hmm. I've been sickly for, uh, uh, a long time I've, I've always had stomach aches and then then mom figured out the gluten thing and was like oh okay so now now i'm not in pain after every other meal mm. you know, so um but you know whenever i'm whenever i did fasting it was it was always for um it, it was always for another reason you know, other than health. It was just like, I'm, I'm struggling in my life. I need to pray about this and I need to, I need to, I need to take a day and, and just, and focus. So m- my fasting hasn't been very extensive because I, because I worry too much about, um, being without energy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a day, two days, three days. Yeah. It, it's, I think the most I've done is two days. Okay. But so you've experienced a bit of a fasting brain. Yeah. But, oh, um, there was a season though, or not a season, a month. There was a month when I had a scare. That was, 
that was purely health related. Related, I had a a knockoff of a five hour energy. It's called seven hour energy. Oh, those those mixtures. Yeah, uh, it's just a little bottle of just pure energy stuff, and I thought, oh, you know, well, you know, maybe this will help me get some writing done. No, this destroyed me for a month. <laughs> like I felt like. Like, I know what Peterson went through. Mm. It's like, th this destroys you for a month. Yeah, I was freaking out for a month. My heart would not stop going. I, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to eat because, um, because then I would get gas and, and that would make me think that the gas is a heart attack. So I'm, so I'm not eating. So I'm, I'm it's the, all these vicious cycles and I'm not sleeping. So that's making it worse. And I, it was, it was the worst month of my life. I was completely neurotic for an entire month. Damn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, it was, it was a completely nightmare nightmare. And it was from one drink. And I stopped. Um, I stopped drinking coffee after that. Um, I, I, I let go of coffee. I, I stopped doing um, colas, and like the most I'll have of any soda kind of drink is, um, you know, one of the lemon limes or, or a Dr Pepper, mm -hmm. and. If I have, if I have too much caffeine, I'm there again. I freak out. I'm I'm in that month, and I've, but I've, ever since that, I had, I had intermittent panic attacks, because I would remember that feeling and it oh. would come back, and, but but after, after. That this was also after Peterson. After after Peterson, I started to say, you know what? What if I can get better at this? You know, incrementally. Mm -hmm. And so every time, every time it happened, I was like, you know what? I'm alive after that month. So that means that whatever is happening to me right now isn't that bad. Which which also means that I'm going to be alive tomorrow. Which also means that I don't need to worry about this right now. And so I've gotten calmer and calmer. So if I ever have a panic attack, I just sit there and I just go. And I just let it play out and keep doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hope us talking about it won't want to trigger the, the... No, no, I'm, I'm good. And so it's... it's uh, that, was, a... that was like a forced fasting. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm at least, uh, I'm glad you found something that works. There's, there's actually a very, it's a nice, uh, I was listening today to a Peterson podcast episode, very recent one. Uh, if, if you have Spotify or well, it's on the podcast, it's called Structuring Your Worldview. It's about 10 hours. It was released. Uh, <laughs> 10 January. hours? Oh, no. no, 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 two, two hours. Did I say oh, 10? Oh, two hours. Okay, good. It's two hours. Uh, it was released uh, <laughs> January 26th. And okay. he talks about like treating 
panic problems uh, mm-hmm. with, with patients and how you structure your worldview. And it's just, you might enjoy it. I really enjoy yeah. it. It's just classic, dry-witted, sarcastic Peterson. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's back. Oh. He's, 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 he's still got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad the man is doing better. Mm-hmm. We're about at an hour. Uh, oh. uh, is there something you still want to talk about? Um, I, I think we covered everything. I, I didn't think we would be getting into Pentecostalism, but that was, that was neat. Uh, cause I, I don't, I haven't heard enough, uh, from that. Somebody was in you know, the church of God in Canada, but I don't know how much they talked about it. That's, mm. that's the only thing I've heard of in, of, of Paul. And I don't even know if we're the same denomination, but but um, so I, I don't get to talk about my denomination a lot. So I um, glad to oblige. I thought it was yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, yeah, did uh, I, I'd like to know what you got out of, out of this? A good conversation. Mm. Uh, it's going to sound weird, but. Yeah. Like when I'm when I'm talking to you, my, my you know, like my my brain's always kind of going like, oh, you're dealing with religion again, you know, shouldn't be doing that, you know, <laughs> just like oh, and uh, how, how you know, how do I even know that God exists? And like, and then I'm thinking to myself, okay, your your brain's doing fine. You should focus on just on just just you know, listening to the person you're talking to and engage the other and see in them God. And I'm just, I get just goosebumps and my eyes well up so like okay i don't know what that is or if i'm you know just emotionally screwing with myself but i think i think that's why these conversations are so so useful because Mm. we 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 get to learn from each other and and as long as we're open to each other's ideas like i don't know about pentecostalism like hey well at least from this youtube video i tried to watch and now I get to talk to somebody who actually knows about that and who has gone from not really from coasting, as you said, to actively being a part of that. And then you tell me about that altar call and praying in tongues. And I, I think that's really interesting. And of course, I'm part of me is going to analyze that rationally. Like, huh, I wonder what this is psychologically, but that's just, that's just how that goes. Mm. Yeah, I just, I, 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 it's interesting to talk about diets. Uh, <laughs> I hear you have, you know, also digestive issues where it comes to gluten. So a fellow sufferer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I love talking to you and I'm looking forward to shaking your hand in, uh, in Phoenix. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I look forward be. to it. Yeah. All right, man. Nice right. talking to you. Nice Thank talking you. to you too. Bye.